Open, Lord, my mouth to bless thy holy name. Cleanse also my heart from all vain, evil, and wandering thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and enkindle my affections, that I may sing this office worthily, attentively, and devoutly, and so be meet to be heard in the presence of thy divine majesty. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, in union with that divine intention wherewith thou thyself didst render thy praises to God on earth, I desire to offer this my hour of prayer unto thee, who livest and reignest world without end. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O boundless wisdom, God most high, O maker of the earth and sky, who bidst the parted waters flow in heaven above, on earth below, the streams on earth, the clouds in heaven, by thee their ordered bounds were given, lest neath the untempered fires of day the parched soil should waste away. E'en so on us who seek thy face, pour forth the waters of thy grace, renew the fount of life within, and quench the wasting fires of sin. Let faith discern the eternal light beyond the darkness of the night, and through the midst, mists of falsehood see the path of truth revealed by thee. O Father, that we ask be done, through Jesus Christ, thine only Son, who with the Holy Ghost in thee doth live and reign eternally. Amen. Give heed unto my teaching, O my people. Incline your ears unto the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, which we have heard and known, and such as our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but declare the honor of the Lord to generations yet for to come, even the mighty and wonderful works that he hath done. He established a decree in Jacob, and gave a law to Israel, which he commanded to our forefathers to teach their children, that their posterity might know it, even the children which were yet unborn, to the intent that they should arise and show their children the same, that they should put their trust in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and not be as their forefathers a faithless and stubborn generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit clave not steadfastly unto God, like as the children of Ephraim, who, though armed with bows, turned themselves back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done. 
and the wonderful works that he had showed for them. Marvelous things did he in the sight of our forefathers. In the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan, he divided the sea and let them go through, and made the waters to stand as an heap. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He clave the hard rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink and abundance as out of a great deep. He brought streams out of the stony rock and made waters gush out like rivers. But for all this they sinned yet more against him and rebelled against the most highest in the wilderness. They put God to test in their hearts and asked for food according to their craving. They spake against God, also saying, Can God prepare a table in the wilderness? He smote the stony rock indeed, that water gushed out and streams flowed forth. But can he give bread also, or provide fish, flesh for his people? Therefore when the Lord heard this, he was wroth. And a fire was kindled against Jacob, and fierce anger arose against Israel, because they believed not in God, and put not their trust in his help. Yet he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna upon them to eat, and gave them corn from heaven. So man did eat angels' food, for he sent them meat enough. He caused the east wind to blow under heaven, and brought in the south wind through his power. He rained flesh upon them as thick as dust, and feathered birds like as the sand of the sea. He let it fall among their tents, even round about their habitations. So they did eat and were well filled. For he gave them their desire, but while the meat was yet in their mouths, the heavy wrath of God came upon them. He slew the mightiest of them and smote down the chosen men of Israel, but for all this they sinned yet more, and believed not his wondrous works. Therefore he brought their days to an end as a breath, and their years in sudden confusion. When he slew them, they sought him, and turned and hastened to pray unto God, and they remembered that God was their rock, and that God Most High was their defender. Nevertheless, they did but flatter him with their mouth, and spake deceitfully unto him with their tongue, for their heart was not fixed upon him. 
neither continued they steadfast in his covenant, but he was so merciful that he forgave their misdeeds and destroyed them not utterly. Yea, many a time turned he his wrath away and would not suffer his whole displeasure to arise, for he considered that they were but flesh and were even as a wind that passeth away and cometh not again. Many a time did they rebel against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Again they put God to the test and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his power nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy, how he wrought his miracles in Egypt, and his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their streams into blood, so that they could not drink of their rivers. He sent lice among them which devoured them up, and frogs also which destroyed them. He gave their fruit unto the locust, and their labor unto the grasshopper. He destroyed their vines with hailstones, and their fig trees with the frost. He smote their cattle also with hailstones, and their flocks with hot thunderbolts. He loosed upon them the furiousness of his wrath, anger, displeasure, and trouble. These were the messengers that he sent for their destruction. He made a path for his indignation and spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the first fruit of their strength in the dwellings of Ham, but as for his own people, he led them forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He brought them out safely, and they were not afraid. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies, and he brought them within the borders of his holy place, even to the mountain which he had gotten with his own right hand, he cast out the nations before them, caused their land to be divided among them for an heritage, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. But they rebelled against the Most High God, and put him to the test, and kept not his commandments. They turned their backs and dealt deceitfully, like their forefathers. They started back like a bow whose cord is loosed, for they grieved him with their hill altars and provoked him to displeasure with their images. When God heard that this he was wroth and utterly cast off his people Israel so that he forsook the tabernacle in Shiloh even the tent wherein he dwelt among men. He delivered his people into captivity 
and his glory into the enemy's hand. Yea, he gave his people over unto the sword, and was wroth with his inheritance. Fire consumed their young men. And for the maidens no marriage songs were heard, their priests were slain with the sword, and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, even as a warrior that had been overcome with wine. He smote his enemies and drove them backward. and put them to perpetual shame. He rejected the tabernacle of Joseph, and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, even the hill of Zion which he loved, and there he built his temple like the heights of heaven, like the earth which he had established forever. He chose David also his servant, and took him away from the sheepfolds. As he was following the ewes, great with young ones, he took him, so that he might feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them with a perfect heart, and guided them with skillful hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the letter to the Hebrews. In many and various ways God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days he has spoken to us by a Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. He reflects the glory of God and bears the very stamp of his nature, upholding the universe by his word of power. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has obtained is more excellent than theirs. For to what angel did God ever say, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee, or again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, Who makes his angels winds, and his servants flames of fire. But of the Son, he says, Thy throne, O God, is for ever and ever. The righteous scepter is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore God, thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness beyond thy comrades. And thou, Lord, didst found the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They will perish, but thou remainest. They will all grow old like a garment, like mantle thou wilt roll them up, and they will be changed. 
but thou art the same, and thy years will never end. But to what angel has he ever said, Sit at my right hand, till I make thy enemies a stool for thy feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to serve for the sake of those who are to obtain salvation? Here endeth the first lesson. Let my soul ever magnify thee, O God, my Saviour. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let my soul ever magnify thee, O God, my Saviour. Here beginneth the Gospel according to St. John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, the glories of the only Son from the Father. John bore witness to him, and cried, This was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me, for he was before me. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only Son, who is in the bosom of the Father. He has made him known. Here endeth the second lesson. 
Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who before the passion of thy only begotten Son didst reveal his glory upon the holy mount, grant unto us that we, beholding by faith the light of his countenance, we may be strengthened to bear our cross and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
From the rule of St. Benedict, we read chapter 13, How Lauds Shall Be Said on Ordinary Days. On ordinary days, lauds shall be celebrated in the following manner. Let the 66th Psalm be said without an antiphon, and somewhat slowly, as on Sunday, in order that all may assemble in time for the 50th, which should be said with an antiphon. After this, let two other psalms be said according to custom, that is, on Monday the 5th and 35th, on Tuesday the 42nd and 56th, on Wednesday the 63rd and 64th, on Thursday the 87th and 89th, on Friday the 75th and 91st, and on Saturday the 142nd and the Canticle from Deuteronomy, which must be divided into two parts. But on the other days, let there be a canticle from the prophets, each on its own day, according to the custom of the Roman Church. After that, let the Laudate Psalms follow, then a lesson from which the Apostle said, from the Apostle to be said by heart, the Responsory, the Hymn, the Versicle, the Canticle from the Gospels, the Kyrie eleison, and so to the end. Lord Jesus Christ, who has built thy church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, mercifully grant the building upon thee the chief cornerstone with beauty and substance. We may raise at St. Timothy's a faithful people and a holy temple to thy glory. May we in generations yet to come learn to praise thee more and more in spirit and in truth. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the souls of the faithful, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Hail, Queen of Heaven. Hail, Mistress of the Angels, hail, Root and Gate, from which the light of the world was born. Rejoice, glorious Virgin, fairest of all. Fare thee well, most beautiful, and pray for us to Christ. Thou'rt safe that I may praise thee, O sacred Virgin. Give me strength against thine enemies. Let us pray. We beseech Thee, O Lord, mercifully to support us in our weakness, that like as we do now commemorate, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, Mother of God, so by the help of her intercession we may die to our former sins and rise again to newness of life, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. May the divine assistance remain with us always. Amen. To God most holy in his divine majesty of trinity and unity, to Jesus Christ our Lord, and God made man and crucified for us, to blessed Mary ever virgin, from whose glorious purity he took flesh, and to the entire company of the saints of God in heaven, be praise, honor, power, and glory from every creature on earth, and likewise to us sinners, may there be full remission of all our sins throughout all ages, world without end. Amen.